0: Welcome back to the Winging It podcast, how to build, maintain, and totally own a career that you love. I'm Lucy Hitchcock, and I want to help business owners and career women learn something new and build a life that they love through creating a meaningful and fulfilling career. If you're listening to this on your phone, make sure you get the best experience by downloading the Entail app. Intel is an interactive podcast platform that combines the best of audio storytelling with the richness of the web. So this means you'll be able to follow links, view images, follow people on social and much more by just tapping your phone. So, who are you and what do you do?
1: I'm Hannah Glasson. I'm the founder of Intune, which is a brand new range of sparkling fruit and botanical drinks with quality CBD.
0: Oh, how exciting. I love a sparkling drink. I'm really excited to try it um, Okay so I love to start podcast episodes By asking What was your very first job Like I want Like the shit job Like you know Like I always say I worked in River Island That was my very first job And I just It was like retail It was just
1: So I worked In Pizza Express And Pizza Piazza Between that 16 is and 18 good
0: first job yeah. I love Pizza Express
1: <laughs> And Did you get bored of pizza? <laughs> I didn't get bored of pizza I still love pizza now and then I worked at Whistles, where I was a paid intern for six months.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And from then on started a career in fashion, which is where I began before I moved into the world of food and drink.
0: Oh my god, cool. That, that's like solid first jobs. Most of the time people are like, oh, I've handed out stockpots at a station. And I'm like, yes, that's what I wanted to hear. But that's, that's like good first jobs.
1: yeah well Whistles was was brilliant and it was so exciting at the age of 18 to get a clothing allowance and to work in town and uh, and with some really inspiring people so
0: yeah also a clothing allowance at Whistles solid that's amazing Um, okay so can you talk us through your career since then
1: Yeah, so from Whistles, I realised that I wanted to work in fashion. I was in a year out from um, between between college and uni. And then I decided that I would do a part-time course at art college and work all the way through. So I worked at a fashion showroom where I was working in sales and comms there and again, love the clothing allowance. Yes. Loved keeping an eye on trends, and I've always carried that through. I've always been quite forward-looking and, and interested in, in what the future holds. That's cool.
0: So what did you do after that?
1: So after that, my sister was working at Innocent Drinks at the time, and okay, she okay. set up a food and drink PR agency and immediately was insistent that I moved over to work with her. Cool. So we started Story together. It's a food and drink specialist comms agency. It's ah, been going for the last twelve so years. <laughs> and through Story, have worked with some incredible British brands. The likes of Sipsmith. We were at the gin distillery. Wow! From the day they opened the doors, and the guys at Story are still working with them today. And so through that, became very passionate about food and drink, and provenance stories and people who create quality and delicious brands and so when I discovered the benefits of CBD I decided that yeah we've got to create something delicious out of it and something that has a a good provenance story so.
0: And how did you discover CBD?
1: So I discovered CBD last year I had treatment for breast cancer and through that I had read a a bit about CBD and and cannabis oil generally yeah and I decided to to give CBD all a a shot and uh, started taking it every day not big doses just a small lifestyle dose and I found that it helped me to feel calm and and balanced and focused and I worked all the way through treatment and then my colleagues and friends and family were asking me what my secret was, and uh, and I shared CBD with them, and they all felt this benefit of focus as well. So that's why we decided so you, that we had
0: to... So did you, like, notice from the, like, obviously from the get-go when you started experimenting with it, that it you actually noticed that kind of focused um, mindset?
1: Yeah, I did. And Interesting. And just found that it was a really great way of feeling level and balanced, and... Focusing on on work, and so really, it's it's at work that my colleagues and I take CBD and now drink in tune,
0: <laughs> and
1: we find that it helps us to to get more out of our day. So
0: amazing! That's so cool. I was actually having a discussion with someone yesterday, um, someone that I work with quite a lot, um, and we have a little work club, so we all kind of pitch up with our laptops and like get out our laptops and start working and stuff. Um, and she's into CBD, and personally, I've never actually. I don't think I've ever tried anything with CBD in it um but we were having this discussion because she's so into like trying like alternative therapies and like um I mean I'm very much into stuff like I've started going to breathwork classes and I'd love to go to like sound baths and stuff I'm really into that side of like um wellness and mindfulness but there's a lot of kind of trends that are coming through that can I don't know help you obviously feel more focused so she's really into it and we were having this discussion because i was like i'm not sure if i'm not sure if it's the type of thing that i feel like i need and she was like well you should try it and then you'll know so i think i don't know is there do you find that there's been have you heard of any kind of like negative misconceptions um and how do you kind of get around that
1: there are lots of lots of misconceptions because cbd is from the cannabis plant people often associate it
0: with you know weed yeah drug taking that's exactly what i'm thinking (laughs)
1: and actually the cbd that we use is from hemp which has very low levels of the psychoactive compound in the cannabis plant which is thc and to make sure there's no thc in it we have it removed completely so all that's left is the cbd which is very good for regulating your endocannabinoid system.
0: Oh, I love it! Sciencey, let's which... get into it. <laughs> How sciencey do you want to go? I think we could go right into it. I, think, I actually find it really interesting because, um, for me, I'm not—I've never taken drugs, and I'm not—I uh, never experimented with that. I, I mean, I'm not even if I did, I probably wouldn't admit it on a podcast. But you know what I mean. Um, I just—I um, have had and continue to have some medical issues in my heart so it's not something that i'm like i'm like oh god no i can't um but it's interesting because it's a type of thing that i wouldn't try purely because i'd be like oh i don't know is it is it weed like i don't really understand it so please do get sciencey.
1: well it's not weed and the world health organization in 2017 said that cbd is completely safe so from then It was not on the anti-doping list for sports people, and lots of great sports people are taking it now.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: And what they use it for is anti-inflammatory benefits. So by regulating your endocannabinoid system and creating this balance in your body, it can help with all sorts of things. So on the lifestyle side, mood, sleep, appetite. On the medical side, there's a lot of research being done into... The effects that that can have on you know cancer heart conditions as well and a lot of research is being done into that at the moment but uh yeah sports people take it for anti anti-inflammatory benefits so there's a whole world of opportunity for different people with cbd
0: someone at uh, well, the same girl i was talking to yesterday she's used a cbd bath bomb so that maybe that helps with like muscle recovery um really random but also she's been gifted some CBD tampons to help with period pains and she said that they are like insanely good
1: it's amazing there are all sorts of innovations coming out in the CBD world and that's why i'm so interested in it because yeah. I, it's it's an emerging category and it's exciting to be at the front of that for us from a food and drink background we packaged it up in the only only way we knew how which is a delicious drink yeah, and awesome. we just wanted to make it simple to create something that people can drink at work to help them find focus and because focus is the benefit that we felt from cbd we're, we're
0: all about focus So yeah, that's really cool um so you want to put it into a drink because you're obviously in the food and drink world um in terms of I'm interested in terms of like the pure oil, do you put it into a drink because it makes it taste nicer or is it just that's it's just easier to consume that way? A bit of
1: both. So it's doesn't taste great on its own. <laughs> so CBD oil is really bitter. And I suppose, yeah, it's from,
0: from a plant, isn't it? It's like having a green juice maybe, but like <laughs> stronger.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, it's yeah, it's very earthy. I actually quite like the taste of it, but people find it bitter. And so it took quite a lot of work to balance it out to make it taste good. And we work with world-leading bartenders to do that.
0: Oh, my gosh, awesome. That's so cool. So how long did it take you to develop the product then?
1: Just under a year from conception to launch. So on the 27th of February, which is next week, and I know that because it's my birthday, that was the day that we decided we would go (laughs) for it and... We're out. We're out in in shops already now. We've oh, just launched amazing. Three weeks ago, we're in Fortnum and Mason. Oh, so you're super
0: new. Oh, yeah, because I noticed on Instagram you just started posting. You're in Fortnum and Mason. We're
1: in Fortnum and Mason, so they are really progressive as a retailer. And whilst they're associated with heritage and tradition, actually they're really future forward. So they've taken in tune, and that's great because it's a good marker of quality.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Cause
1: they're not going to be stocking anything psychoactive are they
0: that is so true so do you think um obviously coming from a pr background do you think that's helped you like from the get-go obviously firstly launch the product um in terms of branding and all of that sort of stuff and then obviously getting it into the right places
1: definitely our contacts that we've built up through working with brilliant brands like sip smith and tony's Chocolate Only over the years has has helped us with knowing who the right people to go to to create something delicious are yes how to get it out there and what we've had to learn is the production side because we've never created a product before so have learned all sorts of technical things about production and also with cbd it took a long time for us to find our source so sourcing is a big big part of this to make sure that we're bringing something that's the best quality to people and we can trace it all the way back to the farm and I've been to the farm in northern Lithuania.
0: No which, way, that's which, awesome.
1: Yeah, I it's love a beautiful that. place, a lovely family-run farm who are farming lots of hemp in the right way. Over here there are a lot of farmers growing hemp, at the moment they're not allowed to process it into CBD but we hope that those regulations will change in Jersey they're already allowed to do that okay so farmers over here in the UK are, are really keen to be able to to give
0: consumers what they want which is oh, definitely That'd be awesome yeah also it's so good to it's, it's great if you can kind of help support the British economy isn't it a lot of the brands that I work with they all kind of have their factories here in the UK and in London even though it's more expensive because it just I don't know it just feels a bit Nicer, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and then it doesn't have to travel so far, and it's nice to support people people at home. So
0: yeah,
1: our ambition is is one day to to work with a British
0: farmer. That'd be awesome. But it's it's also really cool that you've been to the farm because I think sometimes you don't know where where stuff is coming from. And I don't know, even even as like a brand owner, sometimes, you know, you you would never visit the factory if it's in China or something because you just, you know, you wouldn't. Um, but it's cool to like know where it's come from and like see the people who are working there every day um, and just knowing that you've kind of, you know, what, what everyone's doing. And I think that's really cool. Awesome. Um, so do you... Is this like a side hustle type thing? Are you working on Intune full time, or are you still working at Story?
1: It was a side hustle. Now has become oh. the day job. So I've stepped over from Story to run Intune, and it's we're still in the same office as Story. So still, uh, still working with the guys really closely, and Amazing. it's fun to to be a client. <laughs> <for>. <laughs> first story so
0: so how did you manage that on the side to begin with
1: well at the time I had a new baby my daughter Mm. Mila was uh she was only six months old when I was diagnosed breast cancer also had the job at story I had just come back from maternity leave at that time and then this on the side but I really enjoy being busy (laughs)
0: i was going to say, you have to. You are like Superwoman, <laughs> juggling all these different things, uh,
1: and I found that really being busy, thinking about the future, thinking about something new, was the best way for me to go through the the treatment
0: and come out the other side of it. I think that was really interesting, though, because I think um, it's it's nice to have something to focus on, um, no matter what it you know what it is that you're going through. Um, it's nice to have something to focus on, I think. So that's really cool. So have you come across any challenges uh, in the business, kind of starting it from the beginning? And obviously, well, you m- must have had some challenges kind of running out on the side. Um, but have you had any and how have you overcome them?
1: The main challenge in setting up the business was definitely sourcing the CBD and finding a supplier who we could completely trust, and who would be open to us taking journalists to the farm if we wanted to, Yeah, to be transparent all the way through. So we tested 20 or so oils and had numerous conversations, but not everyone was open to that kind of transparency. So that was the the biggest hurdle at the beginning.
0: I guess. But the thing is in business isn't it sometimes you everyone has their own values and it's really important to make sure you're not compromising on those and sometimes it seems it can seem like an easy way out just to kind of go with what, whatever's easiest. Um so that's really cool that you kind of stuck to your guns there and
1: Absolutely and we could have launched The drinks much sooner if we had compromised, but we weren't prepared to do that. We also had quite a lot of feedback from people in the industry.
0: Oh my gosh, amazing!
1: Amazing people like the founders of Innocent Drinks. That's our friends at Sipsmith, and through that, there was some negative feedback that helped to to get us to the great place that we've got to. So I think that uh, yeah, learning learning that sometimes feedback that feels like it's negative can actually propel you forwards was something that I've learned through this this journey
0: did you get negative feedback at the beginning and were kind of like oh a bit disheartened or did you kind of just see it as an opportunity to um to kind of make changes and make make it perfect
1: at first because it's our own product at first definitely felt a little bit disheartened but when I realized that actually all of it was helping us to progress and create something that's the best that it could be. I started to embrace it quite quickly, and so now I'm all I'm all open to negative <laughs> negative feedback because I yeah I, I know that I it's, totally it's often for the
0: best. Oh my god, I love I always say this. I love making mistakes and I love negative feedback because I mean to an extent. <laughs> I suppose you've not been launched long enough to get any um, horrible comments online, but I mean, not that I have, but, you know, sometimes when you get a comment and you're like, oh, what have I done wrong? Like, and you kind of feel affected by it. And then you're like, actually, like this is a customer service experience. Like it's a customer service exercise. You know, I'm going to reply to this in the best way possible and make sure that everyone feels okay with my brand at the end of the day. Um, But I actually think negative feedback is really cool because you can like learn a lesson from it and build on it in the future
1: absolutely and it it takes some experience to 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 start to embrace it I think that when I was in my early 20s I probably would have uh, have taken it to heart a bit more but now uh
0: yeah now embrace it absolutely amazing you just got to crack on haven't you totally take it on board yeah also if you don't take feedback on board like that how do you know that people are actually going to want what you're selling, you know?
1: Exactly. Really cool. And now now that we're out in the real world, we're going to be completely open to all sorts of consumer feedback. And, you know, if, if we need to adapt any of the recipes, we'll do that. We're going to be gathering as much feedback as possible to make sure that we're the best that we can be.
0: Oh, yes. That's what I like to hear. Um, So, obviously, there's a lot of... I think there's quite a lot of different products out there on the market. How is... How is yours different from something else, there another drink?
1: Are, there, there are a handful of drinks out there. I think with our expertise in the world of food and drink, the feedback that we've had from buyers is that that really shines through in, in the way that they taste.
0: Okay, that's and interesting. And
1: they really like the transparency, provenance story. Not, not many people in the CBD world are doing that.
0: Yeah, but that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. I think it adds to a brand story as well, doesn't it? I mean, I love, I love it when there's just something more behind it. It's not just the brand, it's <laughs> exactly. A story.
1: But there are so many people who are doing wonderful things across the, the board with CBD. Yeah, I bet. and there's so much opportunity with it, and lots of businesses that have all sorts of great products and different formats and different quantities of CBD for different occasions. So we're not asleep drink if you to is there uh, sleep drinks well yes there are uh, there there are uh there are some lovely brands that have much higher doses of cbd that are, are, are for sleeping and that's great there are so many different um products out there for people to to enjoy that's but awesome. we're here just to help, focus. With, help with the focus.
0: Maybe I do need that. Someone told me, (laughs) my brother's fiancé last night, so I said I was going to interview someone about CBD for my podcast, and she said, I think you need some of that. You're a bit, like, wound. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't think I was, but okay.
1: (laughs) I think you seem very level-headed.
0: Well, I'll let you know after I try, if I feel more focused and productive. Um, So what wins have you had so far i know you're in the very early stages obviously fortnum and mason is amazing um what kind of wins have you had along the way and i mean this is always a weird question because i feel like when you have your own business you don't actually celebrate your wins enough whereas you take the kind of challenges and not losses but you know you take the hard days to heart but you don't actually celebrate the good days do you do you celebrate how do you celebrate wins
1: had a little celebration the other day when we were sampling in fortnum and mason and people were going straight to the fridge to buy the drinks after they tasted them which was incredibly exciting the first time i've seen you know real people buying the drinks over the counter but there were there was a couple who were over from america and they had a trolley that was full of amazing fortnum and mason teas biscuits and, all Ooh, sorts. Yes. and they just started filling up the trolley with Intune <laughs> so I definitely had a little celebration at that time with my colleague Freya and yeah that was really exciting
0: there's that quote that goes around the internet that's like every time you buy from a small business an actual person does a happy dance yes but I actually think that the last bit, like you do do a happy dance but I'm I'm more interested in like when you buy from a small business the person behind it goes fuck yeah I knew this was a good idea and you're like yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly I was trying to hold it together but was definitely
0: doing a happy dance on the shop floor isn't it like when you start a business in your head you're just like is this a good idea the whole time it's like is this a good idea is it oh someone's bought from me okay it must be must be this podcast is not sponsored. So I thought what better way to help more businesses out than to shout out some amazing women doing amazing things. Jen has worked in the fitness industry for 11 years in 2017 she was given the opportunity to start her own business she now owns and runs hit zone ashford in surrey jen is actually one of my friend's sisters um so i really wanted to include her because i think um she's actually a mum of two and it's really awesome that she's able to do um that and also run this on the side um I always am very inspired by um, working mummies. So, Hit Zone offer a 25-minute high-intensity interval training session to groups of eight. HIT training is a technique which gives you maximum effort with intense bursts of exercise followed by short, sometimes active recovery periods. This type of training keeps your heart rate up and burns more fat in less time. Um, I'm actually a massive fan of HIT. Um, I go to classes in Surbiton, but I love HIT classes. The sessions are heart rate monitored. In a hit zone session, you get the energy of a group workout with the attention of a personal coach. Their coaches provide an exhilarating, fun, high intensity workout. They're knowledgeable, encouraging, and are totally committed to your vitality, aliveness, and well being. You can find hit zone on Instagram at Ashford, and find out more at www.thehitzone.co.uk. I'm so happy to include this on the podcast because I I love classes and I love going to the gym um, there's no better buzz for me than going to an exercise class I think it's a really nice way especially when you're running a business of zoning out having that time for yourself chilling and just getting to process the day either before you start the day in your mind or at the end of the day just a way to kind of wind down and take your mind off of things which is really awesome so when you work for yourself Um, it can be really hard to self-motivate I actually don't I mean I don't struggle with this because I have clients like I have to like deliver otherwise it's you know I don't get paid so (laughs) Um, but it can be really difficult sometimes to self-motivate how do you how do you go about self-motivating if you're having a a down day
1: when I'm at my best is probably when I've done a bit of exercise so I've just recently got into what biking which is like spinning but a lot of Serious cyclists do it. Oh
0: my gosh, cool! And
1: that really helps me
0: to gather
1: my thoughts for the day. And I always find that I've had a really productive day. I've done some what biking. Is this a
0: class, or is this like in the gym?
1: It's a class.
0: Oh, okay.
1: In a, in a gym.
0: Oh, nice.
1: That's good. You should try it. So yeah, a bit of what biking, some CBD, and then I always know that I'll have a, a great day
0: do you have cbd every day yes oh yeah absolutely
1: it's it's good to to keep your endocannabinoid system topped up every day
0: Ah. to keep that
1: regulation and balance
0: so that's how you find your focus exactly nice love it i'm not actually a fan of spinning but i do love boxing
1: oh that must be a great way of clearing your
0: head really into it at lunchtime or in the evening though because like obviously then you've got some like you know, stuff to, like, get out of you. Whereas in the morning, I'm like, yeah, oh, too sleepy for that. Freya, um, who
1: works with uh, with me on In Tune, has done a fight in a ring. Stop. Yeah, so you should
0: consider it. Oh, my gosh. Take it to the next level. No, but I don't want to... <laughs> <sighs> Not near my face. <laughs> I don't like... Oh, the thing is, though, I just... I don't like... I really don't like hurting people. I'd never want hit hit my brothers, either of them, because I just get too scared of, like, I'm actually going to hurt someone. That's why it's better. I'll just stay on the bag. <laughs> and the bag, the bag, the, bag. The, the bag, doesn't punch back. <laughs> um, so, how is it How is it working with a family? Well, you, I guess you've worked with your sister for a long time.
1: Yeah, so we have complementary skills. I think if we were too similar, that would be hard. We're also six years apart, so she is older and has always bossed me around so I'm I'm fine with that <laughs> and working with James is great we we bounce off each other really well and that's cool sometimes it's hard to separate work and home life because we're so excited about the new business and spend a lot of time talking about it yeah in the evenings uh, but
0: we'll find our feet with that you will so your sister works with you on in as well yeah and she's running story
1: Yes, so she's across both businesses. Cool. Yeah, she's definitely a side hustler.
0: That's awesome. I think a lot of people start, well a lot of people have to start when they have a full a full-time job. And it's I know a lot of people actually who do stuff on the side. I mean one of my friends has a full-time job. She works in retail at the weekends and runs a business like so that she can fund the business, pay the rent, all of this stuff. Like it just it's just crazy to me how people do that. Um, I actually never had to do it on the side. I kind of just jumped off the edge and hoped for the best. Um,
1: I have so much admiration for people who are side hustling, pursuing their dreams and passions, whether you jump off and just jump straight, straight into it or build something on the side.
0: But what's really interesting, actually, is I think with this side hustling, I think I know a lot of people who just want to keep their side hustle on the side and they want to have like a successful career working, I don't know, at an agency or something and they've got something else amazing going on on the side and they're, you know, they're really happy to just do that and they don't want to build it to anything bigger but they just want to continue working on that and so I think that's really cool that people can actually find the time to do that.
1: Well, if you're, if you're passionate about something, then you make the time. At the end of every
0: episode, I ask people if they can share an app that they couldn't run... Well, can you share an app that you can't run your business without and it can't be social media?
1: It's not one that I can't run the business without, but an app I love is Bands in Town. Okay. And I think that does help me to run the business because you have to find ways of switching off and enjoying your passions outside of work. And going to gigs is definitely my thing. So Bands in Town, absolutely. So
0: what happens? You just see, you can find music on like near you you can
1: find music near you you can find artists that are similar to the artists that you like and it, it cool it tells you when artists that you like are coming into town so it helps you to discover new music and i was going
0: to say so does it have like famous like not famous but you know like well-known bands and then kind of up-and-coming bands as well
1: yeah so you just that's cool input a list of the artists that you love and then it will it will share alerts for other people who are similar
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm so into apps. Like apps are just my favourite thing. My phone is, has a disturbing amount of apps on it. So this is why I ask people because I'm like, tell me your secrets. App share with me. Which is your favourite? Oh, app of the moment. Let's have a look. I've just downloaded an app actually called GoWod. Weird, weird name. Um, It's a mobility app. So I go to the gym like really regularly, but I also sit at a desk that is not... What is it called? Like, it's not up and down to my body. Do you know what what I'm trying to say? It's not ergonomic. It's not ergonomic to me. So I just go and sit in um, the members club in Soho and it's not a desk and it's not an office chair. And I've done that now for like five years since I started my business. I just go and sit wherever I'm not like... So I get a really bad back. Um, But this app actually um, helps you with your mobility so for example where where i've got like tight shoulders from hunching over a laptop it has these programs where you can stretch yourself out mm. which is really cool and it also tells you how mobile you are and it does this test at the beginning and you can see exactly what parts of your body are more flexible than others so Amazing. it's good it's good for people that go to the gym as well not just for people who are crippling themselves looking at a laptop <laughs> i have to say i probably should use it more uh, than i do But I don't. Another app I've got. um, I've got an app called MyZone. Do you ever have you had a MyZone belt? No. It's like um. Normally gyms have them, and you can like strap it round your. You strap it around your chest, and it tells you your heart rate. Um, But because I have, um, well, had a heart condition, like racing heart, sometimes it, it comes back. So I like to see on the screen how fast my heart's beating. But I don't want an Apple Watch because I can't deal with notifications. So it's kind of it's it's basic but it does the job, doesn't it? That sounds so, good. Yeah. Those are my favorite ones at the moment, I think. Um can you share an inspiring quote or piece of advice that you like to live by? I love this.
1: Well, everyone in our office now lives by get in tune.
0: Oh. Because so on brand.
1: So on brand, but you know that really helps you to to say, yeah, I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to find my focus. Different things? Yeah. yeah
0: in tune with yourself yeah in tune emotions, with the world outside world outside i love it when people come on with like a curveball like that thank you so much for coming on where can we find in tune
1: find in tune at www.intunedrinks.com in fortnum <laughs> and mason we're going to planet organic stores soon yeah and watch this space
0: on the instagram
1: in tune drinks
0: at in tune drinks that's yeah. the main one i'm like guys instagram first <laughs> awesome where you can find me at lucy hitchcock underscore and at the winging it podcast and at sassy digital digital tips and tricks i've got too many instagram accounts now it's actually outrageous um lots of different things going on there and if you can leave a review that would be amazing um because it's just nice to hear people's feedback